Hello. Welcome to North Coast Calvary Chapel's audio podcast. Hey, church, bringing you a daily hope here from the chapel because one of the perks of production is that I got the keys so I can sneak in here and record one of these. And today we're diving into 1 Samuel chapter 7. So the question is, what or whom do you idolatrize? Not do you wrestle with idols, but which ones do you wrestle with? Because I've got this sneaking suspicion that if you're anything like me, um, or like most of the people you know, you might have at some point in your life wrestled with lust or greed or envy or gluttony or fear or anger or depression, materialism, consumerism, any of the isms. And if you have that, those are the fruits often of a life enmeshed in idolatry of some, some form. Because we know that um, in Christ, we are free and a free life produces fruits of the Spirit, that, that joy, that peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, self-control, all those wonderful, beautiful things that make us people of salt and life and that transform the, life, the world around us with the life of Jesus. So um, if you don't perfectly embody the fruits of the Spirit like me, then uh, today we got a word for you. And jumping into chapter 7, we see the Israelites um, celebrating the return of the Ark of the Covenant, which contains the law, which also hosted God's presence. And it exposes the idols that they have been worshiping. See, at the very end of chapter 6, it says, Who can stand in the presence of the Lord, this holy God? To whom will the ark go up from here? We saw in chapters 5 and 6 that the ark, just being in the Philistine camp, uh, it started to destroy their idols. It started to wreak havoc amongst their lives. Returning to Israel, um, Israel, oh Israel, ye of little faith. You know, Israel, stand, it, it means those who wrestle with God, right? Do you ever wrestle with living faithfully? Do you ever wrestle with doubt? Well, then you're in good company. You're, you're part of the people of Israel in a real way. And this is a text for us. And in chapter 7, um, this, this part, it says, Then all the people of Israel turn back to the Lord when the ark comes in. So Samuel said to all the Israelites, If you're returning to the Lord with all your hearts, then rid yourselves of the foreign gods and the asterisks and commit yourselves to the Lord and serve him only, and he will deliver you out of the hand of the Philistines. So the Israelites put away their Baals and asterisks and served the Lord only. Baal and Ashtoreth were these two near, ancient Near Eastern gods that represented, you guessed it, money, sex, power, wealth, fertility. Uh, and these are the two that Israel goes back to time and time again, abandoning God. And um, it makes sense. We as humans, we're, we're finite. This last year, I mean, man, did it expose us and make us feel vulnerable. Um, gone is the illusion of that life is just going to go on as normal. And we can save for that vacation. We can um, grow our 401k. We can pursue our hopes and dreams um, with little to no interruption. Um, well, life has interrupted us. And that is an invitation. That's an invitation. God's presence reveals idols in our lives. So sometimes we avoid God's presence. Our hearts, or maybe subconsciously, we know that we're wrestling with having improperly prioritized something, having developed addictions or habits or, or patterns of living 
that have displaced God as the highest value and have replaced it with something else, um, that happens. And when it does to you and I, we need to do what the Israelites have done. You, you jump down into verse 6 here, um, and they go out to a place called Mizpah, and then they fasted and they confessed. They, they, they stopped normal living, and they sought to develop an awareness of all the ways that they had strayed. They freely confessed that corporately, individually, to the Lord, and they sought to change the way they lived. Because, right, mature spirituality, mature faith, does not just live here, it lives here. It's not just a mode of thinking. It's not just listening to worship music and listening to sermons and being able to talk um, all the right thing. It's expressed in a lifestyle of faithfulness and obedience. So the question, my friends, my brothers and sisters, is there anything that you need to confess and repent of? The beauty of uh, life in Christ is that he has broken the old order of things. You don't need a priest you don't need a sacrificial system. In the quietness of your car, on your lunch break, in your bedroom, wherever, you can get on your knees and you can ask the Holy Spirit to show you those places in your life that need to be revealed as holding idols. Freely confess them, repent of them, and Christ will begin to free you. And you can start to build new habits that cultivate the fruits of the Spirit, that, that protect and foster intimacy. Because it's intimacy with God, it is worship of God, that will always destroy every idol and every false power in our lives. I hope this is an encouragement to you. It is a big encouragement to me that we can be like Israel and we can throw away our idols and return to the Lord. And I pray that we do it as a church and as a country. Be well.